What's going on, fellas? <laughs> we, live, we live in Ghetto Fabulous today on episode 324, Randomly Rants on All Things Movies. I am still your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. I might be in detention tonight, but we'll see. Joining me as always... Harley, we're going to duct tape this bitch together. That's right. As Harley would always say, Mickey Mouse this episode. So you're trying to Mickey Mouse this. And round out the posse. Tony, a.k.a. MCP, doesn't have his shit together. Oh, there we go. Let's, why don't we just start off and, and let everyone know? Because, you know, we like to be yeah, honest. I don't, be about the people. We got no sounders tonight. For some reason, my rig... Wah, you know, wah, wah. It always works. We got sounders all right. They're, <laughs> not, <laughs> they're just not quality. All right. I'm hoping for the time. I'm hoping for the moment where Harley gets his ass on the mic and just farts. Gets a real good sound. Ask you a few questions. <laughs> can't even. Can't even click. Can't even say. You can't do anything. I'm speeding. You get your hands are tight. Nothing. You got a virus. Have, My shit always works sometimes. He said the best right after you, hero. Uh uh-uh. uh. He said my shit always works sometimes. <laughs> there you go, folks. Oh man, oh man. And real quick, man, I want to give a shout out to my boy Reed Wilson. Oh man, he gave he did a Bad Boys podcast reference on his little he does he did he does these little skits for this other podcast we listen to, the Binge Media Podcast. Shout outs to them too, Jim Law, Moreno Ammon, the whole Binge Media family. He um he was talking about I don't know if you guys talk about the whole IKEA and the whole restaurant thing. He tweeted at me, was like, yo, is that a real thing? Is that for reals? And I'm like, yes. Why does nobody believe me? Ikea has a restaurant. <laughs> and he's like, I'm with Tony, man. I still don't believe it. I'm like, motherfucking, get your ass to an Ikea. You know? Get your ass to Ikea. Get your ass to Ikea. All the meatballs. It's very good. You know? You hungry? You go shopping. So, like, he uh, he does his new skit, quirk, and quirk, he was talking quirk. about it, and uh, <laughs> he was he was talking about it, and then he's like, he just randomly like starts having a drink, kind of like a Ron Burgundy moment. He's like playing his news anchor. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm taking on the wife out tonight. Yeah, yeah, something real fancy. Yeah, yeah, like IKEA. I'm like, oh shit, fucking Bad Boys podcast reference. I thought that was so cool. So shout outs to Reed, man. I appreciate that, homie. That was awesome. That was cool. Uh, that was really cool. So um, he's from New Zealand. He's way out there. So. Uh, just, just appreciate the love, appreciate the support, really appreciate it. Um, like I said, this episode is, you know, we'll get all fabulous. You know, it's not going to stop us. You know, little minor things like that ain't going to stop us. You know, Mm-mm. can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh-uh. See, there it is. So, hopefully MCP. It, it's like almost like the power will come back and then everything will start working at the end. <laughs> all, the, yeah. all the drops, all the sounders will play at once right at the end. <laughs> it'd be so scary, it'd be so weird. Oh man, do you Tony? Do you remember our very first drop? Fuck no, I don't. Would it be, would it be our intro song? Um, yeah, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. We start listening to our old shit. Damn, oh. that goes way back. Yeah, we go way back. How long have we been doing this? Too long. If you look at the archive yearly, how uh, MCP put on the badboyspodcast.com, which you can visit, listen to our episodes, 2010 to 2016. Yep. Jesus. You know, like the joke I always got to go back to is longer than some of you guys' marriages. <laughs> right? Yes, sir. We'll always have, we'll always have each other. You know? I was going to sing that song, and Harley, I was hoping you'd kick in. What song? Just call on my name. Uh, you got me? I'm not familiar. And I'll be there. Call. Call. Not ringing a bell. Uh. Uh-uh. Really? Uh. Uh-uh. You fucking unsignificant. <laughs> no. Hey. All right. All right. Let's get let's get it cracking. What's going on? No extras in? You guys didn't see nothing? I so st- we started um watching. Uh, Stranger Things. I want you to know oh, I really appreciate okay. it. Five episodes of no, that. it's not gay shit. Well, you're this almost done. Man. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then you know what? We've watched three episodes. Wait, 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 wait. What'd you think oh. of it? Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's absolutely good. You know, like you said, Winona Ryder's performance, fucking phenomenal. It's like you said, it's it's all the '80s. You know, Stephen King, Spielberg shit. So, um, 
you know, it's a love story to that stuff. And, you know, for the most part, it works. Um, the kids were enjoying it, for sure. So, nice. um, yeah, I'll let you get around. Yeah, you're a real family over there, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, we try to. So, um, But uh, something we've never talked about, the show, um, and I'd heard about it a long time ago, and I think they're in the middle of their second season or finished their second season or something, is that uh, that HBO show um, Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. We watched three episodes of that last night back-to-back. That shit's fucking funny. Like, it's good because cause obviously it's on HBO. It's rated R. It's raw. And and obviously, like somebody like you, Tony, would probably hate it. No, he tried it. He I hate it. it. I tried it. I can't, oh, did you? I can't yeah, stand. Like I I can't stand the main character. The nerdy kid. The the I can't stand him. The main the main well, afro haired guy. Like not like. I just I can't I can't do it. I can't get past. Like he's like the 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 CEO of the company, and yeah. I don't like him. I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't do it. Well, I mean, he's the main guy. Yeah, yeah. Now, let me ask you this: all the all the tech talk is it like accurate? Like, did they get good writers for the show, or is it kind of eh? it? It seems like it's okay. I mean, okay. The, the it didn't distract me when I first I saw like maybe the first two episodes, and the tech talk seemed fine. But it's like I don't know. It seemed. It, it seemed forced to me, maybe because I'm not in Silicon Valley. I don't know how actual Silicon Valley people talk. Yeah. Um, in where I'm at in San Diego, we don't talk like that. <laughs> uh-uh. You know, so. But yeah, but, no, I yeah, just couldn't I, stand it. I don't know. Guy. Me and Chris were laughing our ass off, and we watched a couple episodes back to back, and I'll, I'll happily watch that. I keep watching that because that shit's funny. And it's, you know, they're 30 minutes apiece, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's fun. Morning Star, yeah, I love Morning Star. He's great in it. We 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 keep running out of like, we get tired. And we want to go to bed. We want to watch something before we go to bed. Yeah, you so, want something funny or something short? Yeah, we don't want to watch something real heavy and shit. You know, Are you watch Ballers on HBO with The Rock. Uh, no. Like Entourage with football, you'd like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had a hard time trying to motivate Chris to watch that one. Okay. Did. Um, I heard the Night of is really good. What is it? Nicholas Turo, the night of. Nicholas. You follow this. You follow this kid. Like um, at the at it, this, it takes place the first episode all in one night, and then some some girl uh, what ends up dead, and he wakes up and he gets blamed for it, and he didn't do it, and and oh, uh, it's a HBO show. Yeah, it's probably really good. I watched the first episode. I dug it. Um, I, I don't know why I never got back to it. I don't know why. It's it's heavy. It's a yeah. prime drama. Cool. Yeah, it's it's it was, the way it was shot was cool and uh, yeah, it's getting rave reviews. So, oh, yeah, HBO, man, they know their shows, man, they're killing it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I started watching Mr. Robot and really enjoyed that, but Chris was like, "Eh, I don't like it," and so I haven't. So, do you kind of like fall off, or do you you, you kind of want to watch a show where you both I, watch? I, or? Yeah, it's like I want to like we don't watch a lot of television, and we don't watch any television alone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not true. She watches her reality shows. Um. But it's like I don't, I don't know. There's, I have a hard time like motivating myself to watch a show by myself, kind of thing, because we usually watch go to bed and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. By you, MCP. Anything extra? Anything different? Anything Nothing. new? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, I'm checking out on Netflix the show The Get Down, and uh, that's my new fucking jam right there, dude. That show Damn. is fucking great. Dude, yeah, Laney Laney saw the 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 cover on Netflix, and she's like, "Nope, don't want to watch it." (laughs) It's too it's it's beyond her. It's a guy with an afro. It's it's beyond her time. Like she doesn't relate to that, like anything in that time period. So she she just it just she can't relate to humans and love stories. Nope. Yeah, we watch movies from the fifties and sixties, seventies, but it's not can't relate. Doesn't she doesn't, matter. Yeah, she but doesn't. She generally doesn't like those. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, this fucking show is great, man. These kids, they got Shamik Moore from the, from uh, from Dope, plays Shaolin, fantastic. You got these kids graffiti. You got you got That's a, a fabulous name. You got Grandmaster Flash. You got kids learn how to DJ, break dance, and fucking Jimmy Smith is in there. He's playing this like. Uh, 
like uh, he, he's like this not a politician but he's kind of like this big big shot he's trying to create this community for Puerto Rican people and also and family and Gi- Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad's in it yeah uh, this is, why can't think of his name and the character the fucking first episode you get hooked man he's fucking you love these kids man like they're just smart the street smart the way they filmed 1970s New York Bronx dude oh, I gotta say it looks like the cinematography the look of the I'm finally watching the trailer right now I haven't seen anything Tony this, this, right, this cool. is me right now listen this, this is all you need right here the first episode is directed by Boz Lerman oh Moulin yeah, Rouge, Moulin Rouge it's got yeah. that fucking flavor that the episodes like this do the pulse it's non-stop it keeps going like the way I love Romeo and Juliet the way you love Moulin Rouge yeah. you watch this first episode you're fucking hooked I guarantee you this episode we'll is give it a great chance. man I we'll, loved it we'll, we'll definitely give it a chance oh my gosh why like I said dude I'm telling you the kids are great the, the, the way it, the way they film it the way it's like Shaolin's almost like a superhero he's running through the roofs and shit and spray painting and he's like this enigma <laughs> like um and uh, these kids trying to come off, and and then the dude, the Grandmaster Flash, and he's talking to Sean the Fantastic. He calls him Grasshopper. He try to train him. He wants him. He wants him to DJ. Like he should know how to break, and should know how to like make. It's oh my gosh, it's just so so good. Especially if you love hip hop, and and and, uh, and the girl, the three girls that are in it too. They're great, you know, like the one kid's sister, and then even Jaden Smith, Will Smith's kids in it. Plays kind of this elusive weird kid. Like he he's kind of like a. Uh, the way he talks, like always, like in the clouds or something. I don't know. It's kind of he's kind of funny. He's an eccentric character. That's it. Yeah. And then these and the, and the adults too, man. Oh, dude, they're so good. Like this one guy named Cadillac. He's like this disco guy, but he's like fucking thugged out. Like he, um, his mom is like this. Like she's like the boss, like the big boss of the, of the streets, and and they're and, um, and they're doing gangster shit, man. Doing other shit, dude. It's fucking. It's just this cool mix of like everything, like you know, like uh, back in the seventies. So it's like. Like almost like mob feel, but it's like you know street guys. So it's like it's like uh, how would you call it? Like uh, breaking mixed with like good flows, mixed with like I don't know. It's just all these cool. And then Boz Lerman directed. It's produced by Nas and and Boz Lerman. Just to have both of them together, it's crazy. It's just a cool like just a cool a new show. I, I I think it's just refreshing. It's something new and it, and it's in the way it's filmed. It's awesome and the way they make look seventies like they show like old news like uh, footage. And then they'll slowly tie into like you know, like like the, like the time like right back into the show, you know, and seamlessly. And uh, oh, dude, it's great. I, I'm fucking hooked. It, like I said, it's, usually Netflix puts out all twelve episodes, but for some reason, I only keep seeing six. Hmm. So I don't know if they're gonna so put. How out. many have you seen? Uh, I'm on episode. Why the fuck didn't you watch the homework then? I'm episode five. So I was watching this at work, so I can only watch this at work because the movie I can't get the movie on my phone. I got Netflix on my phone. You can't get. The I didn't know you were gonna say that too. I had this. I had this whole plan down to speak. I knew you'd give me shit about it too. I was just getting ready for it. This hey, I gotta. I gotta reset my modem. So, so what else we got? I mean, that's it. I mean, there. You know, they like you say you were reading some kind of movie news or whatever, but Suicide Squad is number one again. That was pretty. That was interesting. Yeah, but it's ha- it's having the big drop that. Um, Batman versus Superman had, which was how much? Uh, it like sixty percent or some shit. I think Civil War had that too. First, the second. Yeah, week. well, I mean, it's probably not that uncommon. Um, so nobody saw a sausage party, huh? No. Uh oh. Each dragon came in at number third. It had a sixty-seven percent drop off. So, I mean, all its money. It's doing good, though. Yeah, I mean, it's made a profit domestically. I mean, it, I've heard, you know, stories that it needed to make, it's like Batman vs. Superman, it needed to make, you know, $750 million to make its money back. So, right. um, and obviously the, I, I, I think, unfortunately, even if it makes a little bit of money, you know, the execs up at Warner Brothers are shitting themselves because they are not, they're not, and and then I hear some news that Wonder Woman's in trouble. So oh, it's like they can't catch a break. They can't. Yeah, they're they're up shit's creek for sure. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they uh-huh. need to figure something out quick, like because mm-hmm. wheels are coming off their motherfucking wagon and <laughs> well, pets uh, heads are falling off. Yeah, no shit. So uh, yeah, they need to figure something out. Uh, stat. 
Um, uh, you know, but anyways, so you, you need uh, to hire your boy. You need to hire your boy. More, more money, so. You know his birthday is today? Uh. He's Cameron. Oh, really? Yeah. How old he is? Yeah, I'm, so I'm going to say he's in his early 60s. Yeah, 62. Yeah. You know who else's birthday it is? Huh. Your boy Cam Giganet. Uh-oh. What happened to my... Po- I need some more Giganet. <laughs> I, I Do I have homework this week? Because I need to find me some fucking Cam Giggity Giggity Giggity. I need some more Cam Giggity in my life. What did you say? <laughs> I, I saw him in one of the movies, and I was like, this kid's got future and he hasn't done shit look at that imdb 2016 16 16 16 16 17 motherfucker is busy <laughs> yeah you see one of those movies not a goddamn one four minute mile in the blood bad johnson four minute the prequel to eight mile free ride red sky plush he was in the twilight saga Credit only. That's probably not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was in a movie called Nanny Cam. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I feel like he, he had the look. Yeah. But He's not dead. You know, he's still alive. Yeah, well, he's a young man. Are you kidding me? He's 34. Is he? Oh, there you go. So, see, he can still be young. There you go. I think right. I saw him in that Never Back Down movie. And I was like, that's that's where he lost it, huh? He this fucking kid's, this right. kid's got... This kid's got moxie, kid. <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's got that, you know. So straight to DVDs. Where is he going? <laughs> <laughs> he's going places. Mm-hmm. Straight to the fucking bargain bin at Walmart. Mm-hmm. That's where he's going. All right, so what's up, man? What's up with the homework? Yeah, what the fuck's that movie called again? I can't even think of the name of it. The Sightseers. Sightseers. Woo! Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Tony, start, 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 start talking. Spring. Yeah. So what? Last week we uh, reviewed High Rise. Pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'll give this guy one more chance. This director, one more chance. Sightseers sounded interesting, uh, so I signed it. Um, follows Chris who wants to show girlfriend Tina his world but events soon conspire against the couple and their dream caravan holiday takes a very wrong turn um, yeah a couple of crazy folks um, yeah what, I mean what's your, what's your um, your um, how, how did you how did you partake in it how did you see it what's what's the scenario tell me huh by yourself are you programming you sit down oh, and get some dinner uh, and watch it uh, I think I may have been programming. I don't remember, but I know we just sat down to watch it. We're like, all right, you know, pull up a homework. Let's do this. Um, you loved it. You know, it was one of those. It, I felt this kind of the same way as High Rise. It was like it's a bunch of fucking crazy people. It was like, but in in this movie, I mean, it follows this. This couple, and there, it, you, you already see something's a little off, like, kind of right away. Um, there's a grandma, or, or a mother, hurt the girl's mother, is kind of off a rocker, and you're like, she's, she's saying some shit right at the beginning, and you're just like, what? <laughs> and, uh, and, and, uh, dysfunctional relationship. Just dysfunctional, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and she, she, and they do, you know, they do a little foreshadowing when she says, like, she doesn't trust, the guy, the boyfriend, and so they go off on their own, and then the mom calls, pretending like she's she's hurt and she's sick. The daughter's freaking out. She has to go home, and at that point, I, at that point, I was still like on on the couple's side. Like it's like no, don't let the mom manipulate you into going back home. And so they stay out there, and they're fucking shagging left and right, just banging each other's heads out, brains out, um, in their in their caravan. And I'm just, but they slowly start getting weirder and weirder as the trip goes on. Um, well, the boyfriend, he, he the boyfriend, and uh, the boy. First, the boyfriend starts getting weird, yeah. and then the girlfriend start, follows suit. Um, it starts off with an accident. I mean, I don't know if it's a spoiler. It, like, who gives a shit, right? Um, God damn it! Yeah. 
but it's it's towards the beginning where where shit starts getting crazy. He his caravan he he backs out of a parking lot and accidentally runs over a guy, and it turns out that this guy he already had beef with him before, and so it was one of those like he had guilt, but at the same time he felt good. And well, and like, it's interesting because if we actually had to rewatch it because Chris was like, did he see him? And if you rewind it, you the camera sees the guy who gets run over in the rearview mirror. So Chris should have seen him. Now, whether he did or not, that's up for discussion. Right, uh, right. Because but the, the, cam- the cameraman or the director clearly says, is clearly saying he should have seen him if he didn't. He's in the rearview mirror. He so. could have, right. He could have seen him, whether he saw him and ignored him or he was just oblivious and missed it that's i guess that's up to interpretation um because i mean you know the angle that the camera's at isn't the same where the guy's head is at blah 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 but i think the big key is like when it happened he had that smirk on his face yeah you know like he he was kind of glad it happened um, Uh because he was already mad at the guy so is that the wrong turn to talk about the synopsis where you guys referring to? What? When reading the synopsis, it says um, where their um, the dream caravan holiday takes a very wrong turn. Right, the wrong turn. Well, yeah, so like, the movie the movie starts getting dark, so to speak. It the uh, how else can I say it? Um, <laughs> You, you you realize that Chris is not what he. Mm. It almost mm. turns to like a horror film. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, because like like when he runs over the guy, there's some gore in that scene where you're yeah. like you could see the guy's head kind of crushed under oh, the, the wheel of the caravan. Yeah, yeah. yeah it turns into like a horror. And movie. you're like, oh, whoa, whoa. And, uh, like, they drive down the road, and they're just kind of nonchalantly like, oh, I guess I should wash the blood off the side of my vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, they're just so, like, carefree about this guy's death that just happened. And um, she is, too. She's, she's totally right and And she's like, totally... Yeah, like, kind of. Kind of along for the ride. And you're just like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? We need to ride die, run over some dude, and don't even, you don't even phase it. Yeah, like, like, you could see that he was... Uh, upset but at the same time he he was kind of glad it happened because like i said he had a beef with him and so the whole time like that's when if that's yes that's when it took a wrong turn because for me i was like the fuck is wrong with this guy you know (laughs) and for the rest of the film i just kept saying that and then i eventually started saying what the fuck is wrong with both of these two like both of them are fucked up um well all of a sudden it starts to inspire her Honestly, they do a good job of of making me believe that they're genuinely crazy. I mean, at some point in the in the during the watching, I was like, "It's hard to believe that it, that there's actually people like this." And I was like, "Wait, no, <laughs> this isn't a documentary." But still, there's probably people like this that are. Now just, they don't go all Mickey Mallory up. and go on a killing rampage. Or well, I, well, that's the thing. I looked over at Chris and I'm like, "This is turning into like the natural born, born. killers." But like the comedic version of it, so it turns into like this dark comedy, basically. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I go. Wait, so it turns into a horror movie and then a dark comedy. That's well, you know, dark horrors. You know, we're not too far. Dark horrors? That's no, that's different. Dark horror, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's why I it starts to win brownie points with me because it doesn't it the ambiguity goes out the window and it's like, it becomes kind of straightforward. Like this is what the movie's about. It's these two sort of batshit crazy people who knew they found each other and now they're going to do some crazy shit together. And they're going to get in like this competition together in a sense, like Uh this fucking bizarre ass competition. And, you know, I mean, you know, I, I've, I've, we've kind of spoiled spoiled it, but you know, it, I would say you know it's such an obscure sort of independent film, um, especially but, coming from High Rise. Yeah, you could kind of. I it wasn't too much of a surprise. Now, is this his very first film, or is it just? Uh, I don't think so. No. But it's it's more. 
the characters are, are obscure, but the film isn't so obscure. The film sort of sets the stage, and you're kind of like, okay, cool. And right away, dude's head gets run over by an RV, and both of them are kind of like, eh. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and, and, and so you're like, all right, so, you know, what what else is going to happen? Right away, some more weird shit happens. And you're like, oh, okay. These characters are like that. And so it immediately kind of sets the stage, and then it just kind of continues that. And it just kind of ups it over and over until the end. And the end, it's got a little... little, Tony, I don't know. I'd I'd be curious what you thought of the very end, Mm -hmm. um, holding the hand thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I kind of felt like lazy writing or something like that but um i don't know how you fucking wrap up a movie like that anyways you know what i mean so um but i had i actually as weird as it was i ended up enjoying it because you know it 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 was the characters i could i i i was curious what they're gonna do next basically and yeah, so, and there was an element of, like, yeah, I guess that's that's what those characters would do. Unlike High Rise, because in High Rise there was a lot of, why the fuck are they doing that? No, this is stupid. Yeah. No person would ever do that. But in this one, you're like, shit, they they would do that. They're they're out there enough where that is believable, and they played their characters very well. Where I totally bought it and was creeped out by it. Um, so yeah, I I I'm right there with you. I I definitely enjoyed it. It was an entertaining um film. Whether I'd recommend it to people, I don't know. Whether I'd watch well, it again. Well, that's the thing is it's, it is obscure. It's a it's a, you know, a genre film. It's a mm-hmm. dark comedy. Um, you know, and it it heavy on the on the on the dark for a lot of people. You know, like Chris was watching, she was like, "Whoa!" you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, this guy wrote on uh, Amazon said the preview led me to believe this movie was darkly funny. Not the case. It was depressing and disturbing. I got forty five minutes into it before giving up. The mumbling dialogue is often hard to understand. Oh, we oh, had uh, we, it's British, so we had captions. So. Yeah, you got to watch it with subtitles. We did too. Yeah, yeah. But I listened to a critic saying he laughed so much watching it, so I thought it would be good. I did not laugh once. It was a bad movie. I believe they, you should you know, never believe what critics say. It's not. It's not like jokes. Like no, expect the laughs are more like huh instead of actual like you know funny laughs. It's more like yeah. whoa okay okay. It's more, it's more of like, like a nervous gasp laughter than a laugh. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, oh my but, god! I mean, are you kidding me? No, but like uh yeah exactly. Well, you know the 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 whole camera incident where I'm like oh shit. Shit's about yeah. to hit the fan, you know. The, the the she started scrolling through someone's camera, and you know, you're gonna see something you don't want to see. And I'm like, and then the the what happens afterward? I'm like, huh? No way. That these people are the out there enough to where that that just happened, you know, just got revealed. So yeah, I mean, I give it a dollar just because I definitely enjoyed it uh, I while I was watching it. Um, I probably never would have watched this if it weren't homework. Yeah. And I probably never watch it again. Would I recommend <laughs> it to anybody? Not really, unless I know that they have a dark sense of humor, um, which is not a lot of people. So now the ending um, that Harley, you're curious about. I was okay with it because the movie was definitely about um, her. You know, when they're and when they're holding hands, it worked for me the way the the way the way they ended it. Uh, it, it was. I even called it out. I think um, earlier, you know, in the in the film, that it's like that's probably the only way I could imagine it ending, um, and so it worked. I mean, I, I had no big problem with it. Tony, uh, you're completely inaudible again. <laughs> <sighs> right on. So cool. So you uh, you guys both bought it for a dollar or what? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Um, Absolutely. I mean, the, it, it's it's got the obscure sort of independent genre, you know, film. But because it 
knows what it is. It it's not trying to be anything, you know. Dip like that's the problem with the his film he just did. It's like it the the movie doesn't have a bearing. It doesn't have like what it wants to be, and so it ends up just becoming like this obscure film. And this movie has a direction. It has like this is what we want to make. We want to make this really sort of dark, dark comedy about these two sort of everything appears cool on the on the surface, but you know one little thing happens and all of a sudden these two fucking these two people just go off. Both of them just kind of get bizarre. And but it, it's kind of fun to watch them and their train wreck kind of go. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, you know, that's the only thing I can kind of compare it to is just they're kind of like this train wreck. So, um, so yeah, it ends up being somewhat fun. Not somewhat, but just fun. Again, like Tony said, you know, I couldn't... I, I, I wouldn't have recommended this to Chris, you yeah. know. I, I don't know if she'd ultimately give it a dollar. Um, she's in the bathroom right now, waxing her pussy. Hey, babe! That's a perfect I'm time kidding. to ask her. I'm kidding. <laughs> Did you give it a dollar or a waste of time? The the um. Oh, they just. Hey, hey, hey! Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, I give it a dollar. No, see, there you go. Oh my! The missus gives it a dollar. So. Don't worry, I'm not gonna. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Hey. <laughs> Fonzo loves you too. My husband's working me to death. Hey now. Oh. I am putting in the time He's too. A bastard. 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 Oh. Wow. There oh, it is. Hey, hey, damn. Click. Call me a bastard on the podcast. You need to yeah, edit that that's shit low, out. That's a low buddy. blow, man. That's a low blow. <laughs> so, yeah, it's good. What about the extra credit? Yeah, I uh, I picked a little movie called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, how come? Uh, well, main well, the truth was I hadn't seen it in a long, long time. Probably I don't know, close to ten years, kind of thing. And so I wanted to rewatch it from like a critical standpoint. Um, you know, we haven't watched a lot of sort of like old classic comedies. Don't watch a lot of Gene Wilder films. Um, and then the girls did the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory Junior for the the play that I had talked about, and um, I remember having fond memories of the uh, this. And I I have yet to see the you know the remake or the retelling or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Supposedly this the the uh, what's his name is closer to the book, the original book. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, cool. I get that. Um, but I didn't want to watch that one. I still don't want to watch that one. I mean, I'm curious to see it. Um, it's just, I don't know, hard to motivate myself when the original is so good. So, um, so yeah, it's 1971, um, directed by Mel Stewart, which also directed... Uh, not a goddamn thing if you look at his IMDb. I mean, he directed a bunch of shit, but nothing really you'd be familiar with. So, um, so yeah. Um, and then it was based on a uh, what's the author Roald Dahl screenplay, so or book and screenplay. So, so anyways, uh, I've, we don't need to go into the synopsis, um, <laughs> but. Um, we all know. We all have seen it. We all love it. Yeah, fuck. I mean, if you have Come not on. seen right. fucking Wonka the Chocolate Factory, yeah. get your ass to Mars and watch Get your ass to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. that shit, if you were a kid in 1971 and you watched this movie, your motherfucking head would explode. Um, you know, it's got it, it's got it all. I mean, it's 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 an adventure film. It's it's dark. It's got elements of dark not not nearly as dark as i kind of wanted to remember you know just gene wilder is is kind of kooky a little bit so 
Um, but other than that, it's a pretty straightforward, you know, sort of family fantasy movie. Um, but it just works. It for me, it, it sucks me into the universe that they're in, and um, I, I have I have a lot of a lot of fun with the movie. Sure, the visuals show their age, and you know, and it it ends really kind of abruptly. Um, but I. I don't know. I just like this is one of those like it's got a cult following and I'm one of those people that thinks the movie is I mean essentially perfect. So You wouldn't have your own. What do uh am I the only one? No, the kids like it, you know, crew was into it. He's seen the new one too. Um so that it's he's he's comparing it, you know, like the Oompa was like different and both and everything. And um and then, you know, Johnny Seth characters like Michael Jackson. It's kind of really weird. Um, but, uh, no, I think it's, I think it still holds up. I think it's, it's the way it's, the way it's done. I remember talking to, um, oh, to a good do his, uh, cable, uh, Leonard Stone, Mr. Bogart. And he was talking about how his October weekend going on when they were filming. And they, and they get all bliss, especially while he gets so bliss before he get back on, uh, before he started recording again. <laughs> I think I might have said this story before, but. Yeah, um, I remember. I think you mentioned that one. Yeah. Time. So no, man. Yeah, it's a totally one talk factory. Come on, it's like if you haven't seen it, you know, or you know, if you're waiting to have kids or now you're babysitting kids or whatever the case may be, you don't even need kids. Just watch it. It's really good. It's really well Seriously. done. Seriously, you fall for yeah. Charlie, man. Charlie's just a fucking great, great kid. Splitting his chocolate, you know, to his grandparents. He's and like they're all they're all like bedridden and. Then, it's just a sweet, sweet little kid. I mean, they got perfect Which is hilarious. Kid. All four yeah. of them sardined onto that bed. <laughs> they are, dude. All of them. She, like, beats the fucking face and shit. And they see the other way. It's like, the same. Yeah, it's it's wild. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, but the second they get, And it's interesting because it's kind of a slow burn. Like, it takes... It's not a long movie. It's an hour and 40 minutes, you know, with credits kind of thing. And... It takes like forty-five minutes or an hour before they get to the chocolate factory. So they yeah. they do a lot of build-up of you know the five the you know the uh, the the tags the silver or the the gold things and you know introducing these characters and I think it really pays off when you know the characters end up getting uh, you know booted off essentially um, and you, you know you, it shows their weakness because. At the end, you know, with who's left, you have a more appreciation for it. You're like it. It it feels more like it's not just it's not just you know this kids movie or something with no explanation. But it's like it's like there's a moral compass to it. You know what I mean? And I like that. I like that. You know the honesty and you know. Um, you know, I the the you know he he big and you know spoiler he alert all time. yeah oh yeah oh, come on man Jesus Christ <laughs> so uh, well I mean I think it's I think it's out of that uh, Augustus Augustus what are you doing yeah so um yeah but I I I completely forgot about like. This, the main storyline like it was just like oh they're going to the fucking chocolate factory and they're getting you know everybody's it's it's they're meeting this crazy kooky guy um but then there's that whole subplot of uh the the i keep on saying doofenshmirtz i know that's not the guy but the <laughs> the other chocolatier the candy man who's like trying to steal his his uh secret recipe and um how it, again that like you said during that slow burn at the beginning uh. i do not remember that in in my past watching of this film where the guy kept on going up to the kids and whispering in their ear and then yeah and, and saying hey you know i can make you rich just give me the secret for this blah 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 and you're like oh shit so then that's in the back of your mind during the whole thing you know you see all these spoiled brats getting a golden ticket and you're following charlie but then at the same time you're thinking oh but they also you know got that bad guy charlie gets a ticket you know charlie's gonna get a ticket and he is a good kid like Mm-hmm. Through and through, he's a good kid, and uh, all the bad. Yeah, he's like, here, I don't want it, you know. Because somebody, else, you're like, oh man, spoiler alert, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's. Yeah. But and then, and there's little things in it, uh, like Laney pointed out at one point, um, and uh, that there's only two jackets or coats 
for the people to uh, put on, uh, for the kids to put on when they reach mm-hmm. um, the uh, the teleportation room. It's like it's like he he expected people to get eliminated, um, which was it was kind of neat, you know, to pick out the little details like that. Um, and uh, and uh, oh, and then even um, when Charlie, you know, they get to the soda pop room. It wasn't Charlie's idea to drink it. It was his fucking grandfather, you know? So, like, Charlie's yeah. just going to follow along. Um, yeah. And yeah. he redeemed himself at the end. So, it, 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 you're right. You're totally... Charlie definitely deserves, you know, the the, the prize and, and the, you know, the, the golden ticket. He deserves good things for him because he is a good kid. So, you're in his corner the whole time. And it's one yeah. of those, you know, feel good, learn a lesson type movies, which is... Mm-hmm. Um, I never picked up on it, you know, when when I last saw it. I have no idea yeah. how old I was when I last saw the film, but it was it was definitely cool and it was funny and it, you know it was a good time. And then mm-hmm. the, the the probably the best part was hearing Lainey sing to every fucking song in the whole movie. Um, yeah, the kids, the kids <laughs> I, all sang along too. Then. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't realize that there was more than just the Oompa Loompa song. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's always a good time. Yeah. So, um, and I can yeah, see myself I mean, watching me, it again. It's got all the it, it fills in all those voids. It's got the replayability. It's like for um, me, I've always just wanted to go there. I've always yeah, wanted I just to dip my hand in that the, big mushroom and get the that world. Nice scene. I've always yeah. wanted to try that flower that's a teacup and then yeah. drink it and then take a bite out of it right afterwards. It's like <laughs> that's so cool. I want that. It's got that candy hits the tree or the candy comes out. You know, it's and funny. I always I, think I'm like, what would I want? You know, I don't want like I, I want to go there, but but the candy thinking about eating all that candy just makes me sick. Just the thought of it. So I want to go just to explore. Like I want to be in that world of pure imagination that he's talking about, just to explore it because it looks amazing. You know, to see everything because it's it's pretty damn cool. I mean, then besides the fact that everything's you know a sugar rush, uh, it's 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 a cool concept. You know, the, whatever you dream, it's coming. It's coming to light. He yeah. made it reality. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it 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 checks off all those boxes for a Slater for me. So yeah, I, I would yep Slater for me too. That, 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 Ponza. Oh man, leave it up to me, huh? Hmm. Pressure's on. Hmm. You sounded surprised when I said Slater. Yeah, I was. I was like, wow. Huh. I mean, any movie that I can just happily watch every year or two, it it's sort of like... it. Almost Charlie gives it a Slater. I fucking love that kid. Charlie gives it a Slater. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's so, like, kind of awkwardly, you know, yeah. like... But Grandpa, here, just the fucking just selfless act of that goddamn yeah. Fantastic. You know? Like these other kids today. Way to go, Charlie. You're a fucking certified bad boy, Charlie. There it is. Seriously. Certified Slater. See, I thought in the new one, they'd, they'd make where it's Charlie's factory. You know? Once That's he has what it. I thought, yeah. Oh, it's the sequel, essentially. Yeah, why won't they ever do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Who's got homework this week? Uh, Fonzo. That's me. Hey, that's you. You got it couple movies in the theater, but I don't think you guys would get out to the theater, huh? No, I'm not going to have any time to get out to the theater. Alright. Unfortunately, no. There's one movie I keep hearing that's super, that's really good. I want to check it out. Uh, it's called uh, Sing Street. Called boy, what? Sing Street? Like you sing in the street? Uh-huh. A boy growing up in Dublin during the 1980s escapes his strained family life by starting a band to impress the mysterious girl he likes. Written directed by John Carney. Isn't he old kicker for the Chargers? Yeah, no shit. He did begin again with uh, Mike Ruffalo and Keir Knightley, which I dug. Oh. So, he's got a knack for that. So, yeah, that's what I'm going with. It's really good. I wanted to check it out. Wait, what is it again? Sing Street. Sing oh, Street? You sing? Sing. Like, la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, like that. Here, Tony, I'll send you the fucking link. <laughs> Sing Street. I got it. 2016? Yeah. 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 8.1 on IMDb. Hey, pretty good. 
Is it on Netflix or how are we gonna watch it? I don't know. It's on Amazon. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I got your extra, I got your extra credit. Extra, extra. Uh-huh. Read all about it. <laughs> um, it's uh one of my favorite Danny DeVito roles because mm. he is disgusting little man in it. Batman Returns. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> Batman Returns. Oswald. Michelle Pfeiffer's yummy in it. Yeah. Right on. Batman Returns, huh? Fucking Christopher Walken in the house. Hey, if fucking Michael Keaton's in it, it can't be bad, right? If he's playing Batman. Hey, hey. (laughs) Bingo. Right on, right on. Yeah, man. Sorry this episode isn't as up to our high standards and all, man. We're just out of sequence, technical difficulties, kind of fucking things up and... So we had a long week. Like I said, I've been, you know, looks like we're into our weekend. Just been getting ready for Cruz first day of school tomorrow. Yeah. Pick up all this list from school that he needs, and then uh, what's crazy? He's he's in the same class as a uh, boy Jeff, my Jeff, my friend Jeff. This kid, they're finally in the same class together. Cool. And uh, yeah, so just on Sunday, I went to the pool from like eleven o'clock to like five. Man, whoa. That was a long day, dude. The kids wanted, they stayed in there, man. They didn't want to go out. And they were stoked that Amy was in the pool, so they were just, just moving there all day. Yeah. Jeez. I'm tired day. just listening to it. I'm, I'm telling you, man. So after that, and then, um, and today just taking them everywhere. So I took them to Round Table Pizza, which is hey, a restaurant. Right I've heard of that. Um, I thought the crew, after we go, we go, uh, go shopping for Is, that, is that inside Ashley's furniture? Actually, it's <laughs> <laughs> no. It's actually its own restaurant. And, uh, yeah, we went to Kohl's and uh, we, bu- we had to buy some shirts and some shoes. And Amy had like a twenty five percent coupon. So it was perfect. It's, it's, it's up there. There's a round table pizza right there. Um, their buffet starts from eleven, eleven to two, and then like right before we, it was like ten thirty. Amy sends me another text saying, "Hey, he needs some school supplies." I'm like, "All right, we'll go to Walmart. Kill some time there." Got some, got all the supplies. It was eleven o'clock when we pulled to the parking lot. I'm like, this is perfect. I'm gonna check this out, crew. This is a little buffet, you know. Never been, so it's all new to them. And uh, so we show them, and uh, the fucking pizza's good. Dude. I don't think you guys eat round table in a while. Round table pizza's fucking good. I eat, I eat round table on a fairly regular basis because they have one up in Mount Shasta and they have a buffet. Uh huh. For like I don't know, it's like seven bucks, seven fifty, or some shit like that. And so every once in a while, I'm like, if I'm all by myself or something, I'm just like, I'm just gonna hit the buffet up, and I just gorge myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my man, crew man, my man had like three slices and a salad. Um, he's a growing boy, man. I swear, dude, this can be eaten, dude. And uh, he's like, he's taking a big old bite. Um, I think I have Snapchatted some of it too. It's kind of funny. He he ate some of it, and he was just like. You know, I like this place, Daddy. This place is cool. I'm like, oh yeah, you like it, huh? I'll come back, yeah, because you know it's always exciting to go back and look at like all the other different types of pizza, you know. And it's it's he's like, oh, I can eat as many as I want, you know. And he was telling Amy uh, earlier today, he's like, he's like, oh man, we went to this place where you you can eat so much you can't even walk anymore. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's pretty much it. Because I had like every time they bought a new pizza, I'm like, yep, try that, like the Supreme one, the combo one. Uh, that's all I end up eating is a is the combo. <laughs> is that the way? Yeah. yeah, it's like my favorite. So I just fucking I just eat a fuck ton of combo. Yeah. Don't they, they have, have like a like a beef like a ground beef one? They got yeah. yeah they, they got, got like a meat like, lovers kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I remember it had like ground like ground beef and like like a, like a chorizo pepperoni or something like a spicier one. It's fucking mm. good. Then they had this barbecue chicken and and. Uh, they're like chicken with barbecue sauce with extra cheese pizza. That was pretty damn good too. You know, get the classic pepperoni. You get the the whole, the ham and the pineapple. You guys fans of the Hawaiian? I'm not a big. No, fan. I've never. I mean, I don't. I don't mind it, but I just never end up eating it for yeah, whatever I, reason. I don't know. Yeah, if someone gets it. I'm just like, no, nah, I don't. I don't, I don't want pineapple on my pizza. Like I just, no. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. We always get half and half. Yeah. Hat meat lovers have Hawaiian. Mm. Yeah, so 
Yeah, so we just like, a, like I said, we had a long day. I dropped the boys off on my mom's side just to be easier for me and crew to, to go shopping first off. And then uh, towards then we had to go to Costco, get some fucking food, and all that. And then the neighbors wanted to have like a kind of like a thing, just hang out the driveway. It's a little thing before the kids go back to school tomorrow. So tomorrow's going to be a long day. Just, just taking them to school and just uh, just getting ready for all that. Um, like I said, Saturday was a long day at work, and then said Sunday we were in the pool all day. I just, I just was exhausted. So that was my weekend. What are you guys? What are you guys up to? What do you guys do? My uh, my weekend rolled into this week where uh, it's been hot, so we've all been just kind of like ugh. And then uh, I sort of started my new job this week, so oh shit. I had to put in uh, put in put in my eight hours today, and Woo! I did uh, what was it five or six yesterday? Six yesterday, and I'll probably what? do another. I'll do six tomorrow, and another eight today. So, um, the fuck is that noise? Hold on. An owl in the background. Oh, it's my dog. My dog like talks in her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my dog's weird. She's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, she's fucking weird. It's like your dog Scooby Doo? Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, my dog is weird. Um, anyway, so um, uh, most of the elementary schools here in the county have, um, it's called the Safe Program. It's Siskiyou After School Program, basically, and so it's like an extension of. They ideally they want it to be an extension of the school day. So school lets out at two, and they have these after school programs that any kid that goes to school obviously can go to till six p.m. And it gives them a you know safe environment to do their homework where they help yeah. them. You know there's like you know aids and stuff that can help them, and they give them snacks and they give them things to do, and they you know they got all these kind of like extracurricular activities they can do. So. Um, and then, and then their parents can pick them up as, as late as six o'clock. So, and basically, it works out so that the whole school, basically, and it's such a small school. There's like eighty kids in the entire school, so they're basically all enrolled into it. And like half of the kids go home on the bus at three, but then the other half stays in this after-school program. So, um, you know, and it's good for you know. There's a ton of single family, single parent families up here. You know, or if there are two parents in the home, both of them have to work because it's such a goddamn poor community. So um, there's a lot of that kind of thing up here. So it it really helps the the, the community. And so um, the lady that was managing it um, in charge of it at the school retired, and so um, they uh, they offered me the position. So. Um, they didn't have a whole lot to choose from, people-wise. <laughs> so I'm not, I don't have a lot of experience. But because I was there at the school so much, picking up the kids and going all to, you know, all the back-to-school nights and all the after-school this, and I was helping, you know, donate time, you know, at the, the fundraisers and stuff like that, um, they knew that I was a good guy and that, you know, I'd probably be a decent fit because it's about being patient with the kids. And, you know, some of the kids are kind of troublemakers and getting into trouble and just kind of dealing with that kind of stuff. Obviously, so, they never listen to the podcast. They, obviously. <laughs> Very good point. They never listen to the podcast. And we should keep it that way. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so um, I started this week. So basically, because I have to do all the training. So. Um. Yeah. So uh, you know, I mean, officially it starts next week, but I've already I'm I got stuff going on five days this week, so I've just been tired. So. Oh, you know what I did on fucking Sunday? Jesus what? Christ! I I forgot. Uh, I did my first track day. So what? Um, yeah. Yeah. My buddy, my buddy Steve, that I ride with up in uh, Mount Shasta, he has an Aprilia. Um, oh, nice. brand new Aprilia, and uh, 160 horsepower. I mean, basically a race bike that's street legal with turn signals, kind of thing. But um, he's an ex racer back in his college days, back in the 90s, and uh, he does these track days on a regular basis, and they're not expensive. They're 100, 200 bucks, and 
Um, there's a bunch of tracks in California. This one that we went to was um, kind of like halfway to Sacramento. It was about two and a half hour drive. And um, so he's always been talking about them, and and I've always been like, man, that would be fun. And so um, a couple months ago, I bought a leather suit and and um, registered for it, and we did it on Sunday, and I had a fucking blast. I can imagine. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a lot. It was uh, on a street bike. It's it, you know I do a lot of you know twisties going up uh, the mountain or you know doing all the back roads and stuff. And so you know sport bike riding basically. Mm-hmm. And it, Tony, you rode the bike that I took to the track day. Cool. So, yeah. yeah, I was wondering if that if that was going to be the one you rode. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the only one that's fitting for it. So yeah, that's everything, everything else is Harley's or from what I've heard. Yeah, that's yeah. That so sense. and even then, it was like, but because I don't have any experience with track days, the bike was perfect for me. I did it with regular road tires. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of guys are out there in full blown race bikes with race racing slicks and shit, and they're dragging fucking knees and shit. And I'm just going as fast as I'm comfortable with and. Um, you know, um, Chris took a bunch of pictures. Uh, uh, we might get around to posting the pictures, but um, right. yeah, it was cool. Awesome. I mean, I had never done it before. Steve had done it a bunch of times, so he kind of knew. Yeah. So ins and outs and all that stuff, and so he kind of gave me the heads up. And and of course, they, you know, it's all about safety. You know, everybody's covered in head to toe in leather, and it happens every every track day. People crash. It just happens. There was. Three or four crashes. One guy destroyed his bike. It just happens. There's there's um, there's three classes: A, B, and C. A and B are people that are interested in racing and or kind of counting laps and lap times. You know, they're they want they're competitively minded. And then C class, which is what I did, is People like myself who've never done a track day before, or people that just want to go out and, and mm-hmm. you know ride, and they're not looking at a clock, and they're not you know right. they're not to shave seconds off their time or anything like that. And um, so yeah, it was a blast. Wow, that's cool. So um, yeah. uh, what class? What class had the accidents? Uh, the, you know what? Um, all three classes had accidents. Ah, cool. Yeah, that's actually cool to hear. Yeah, and they have rules like. You know, um, you can't pass um, closer than six feet. So if you're passing somebody, you have to keep a cushion. Right. So you're not you're not like rubbing elbows next to them in a turn or something right. like that. There's, it's not a race. It's a track day. So there's no, the only sort of rules are be courteous to your riders. But you know you have. You know, I had to take the the rearview mirrors off my bike and tape up all the lights and unplug this and and um, you know, kind of stuff like that. There's a whole tech inspection and stuff. So um, there's a cool video that that I'll I'll uh, I'll send to you, Tony, because it'll be interesting. So yeah, um, I'm definitely jealous. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So cool, um, man, that's awesome. Yeah, so that that we did that on Sunday. It was hot as balls down there, but oh, it was an absolute. Imagine. So I. Is as, as stressed out as Chris was, I would love to do it again, and I will do it again. It's just a matter of when. And it's I, I'm excited because Steve does it on a regular basis. He does he goes two or three times a year. So um, I look I look forward to doing it again. So cool. So um, one more question. What up? What kind of inju- injuries were there? I don't think there were any major injuries at all. Cool. Um, there's is if you can watch in the video um the runoff is dirt and so um the you know most of the accidents one of the there's a big time photographer there takes pictures and um uh he actually got pictures of the guy who crashed and he just rode off into the dirt and he hit the dirt under braking and he he crashed in the dirt and so he wasn't going that fast it's a relatively it's a small course mm-hmm. and so the like I most the highest speeds I was going was like 80 85 miles an hour kind of thing mm-hmm. there's okay. two straightaways there the the front straight some of the faster guys were getting the 100 110 
Um, if you were absolutely at your maximum, you could probably hit 120 down the big straight. Um, but I doubt only maybe a few of the A-class guys were, were going that fast down the straight. Sure. But most of the most of the turns down the backside and stuff were all, you know, 40, 50, 60 miles an hour. And you're covered in leather, so if you low side, you're just going to slide on your ass on leather. So, sure, sure. Um, cool. I don't think there were any major injuries. So nice. It happens. It happens on a regular basis. Um, Steve went to a track day last year, and they had to life flight out three guys. Because you know they had major crashes and and they had to be helicoptered out to the hospital, so it happens. It's it's sure. you know that's part of, the, on, part of the game. Yeah, you're on 150 plus horsepower motorcycles and you're you know driving as fast as you can on your on a contact patch of a tire that's an inch or less, and um, you know you're racing around other guys. You know I routinely had guys blow by me going 30 miles an hour faster than me in a turn, totally leaned over, dragging me, you know. Um, I almost crashed once just because a guy blew by me so fast it it startled me. It rattled and you, I, yeah. And I stood the bike up and I almost blew out through the turn and fortunately oh, I got my my shit together and I let off the brake and and completed the turn. But yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, there's a bunch of testosterone floating around. You know what I mean, to say the least. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's like shit, a bunch man. of it's like a bunch of MMA guys on fucking super bikes. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. It was good. Look forward to oh, doing it again. Good shit. Chris wasn't so excited. <laughs> Chris was being incredibly supportive. She was helping me with like getting my leathers on and off, and helping me with water and all that shit. Chris was amazing. So. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, I. Uh, you, MCP? I um, donated blood on Sunday, and um, and I I've been doing it for a while, um, but this time I didn't eat or drink enough in the morning, and I got out of the chair, um, I went to sit down. They have these little snacks, you know. They have their the the water, the juice, the little snacks to have afterwards to get your nutrients back in. And I'm like, I sit down and I'm going, I don't feel good. And, and I'm like trying to get, take a drink of water and I black out. And apparently what happens when you black out, I think they call it syncope or something like that. Um, when you black out because of, uh, uh, low blood pressure and I'd had low blood volume cause I didn't have enough water or enough food or anything like that. Um, I started going into convulsions. <laughs> Wow. Like your brain, like your brain is starved of oxygen. And if it doesn't have enough oxygen in it, your body starts rattling to try and get you to lie down and shake the blood into your brain. And so <laughs> that's, that's where I was at. And it's like, oh, wow. I only, I only, I only rattled for like maybe five seconds and then they shook me awake and laid me down. <laughs> who are you, who are you around or with? I was, I was in the blood mobile. I was with, uh, Lainey and her mom and, um, the nurses in there were t- taking care of me. Apparently, um, I, I blacked out and I had a, a like a mouth full of, um, trail mix and water that I didn't swallow because I blacked out. Like I was trying to hurry up. I was like, I chugged my juice. I was like, I got to get some blood. My blood sugars up, but I just didn't have enough blood volume. There's no way my, my, blood How did they, get... didn't they check your blood pressure or whatever before they did. And my blood pressure was fine going into it, but they took out, they, they can't measure blood volume. So, um, they, they take out a pint and some change, but your body normally has like five and a half to six liters um, yeah. like one and a half gallons and so if you don't have enough blood that much blood volume one pint is a lot compared you know uh. to the one and a half gallons so um that it just so happened that i just didn't have enough blood in my system so for my standard you know the blood that i had my blood pressure was fine but you took a pint away I got no blood pressure. So, so <laughs> apparently, uh, I had, I had half chewed nuts in my mouth and, and a, and a mouthful of water <laughs> that, 
that just dribbled oh, out. Dick in your mouth. <laughs> it's exactly what happened, man. Like I, I apparently. By by my, I just dribbled it all out all over my chest, like, and then, and then I started going into convulsions. So, <laughs> like, they they started freaking out a little bit. They started throwing ice at me to wake me up. Like, wake up, Tony, wake up! <laughs> and they weren't even saying Tony; they were saying Antonio because my name tag says you know Antonio on it. Uh, but finally, they they got they shook me awake, and um, and I was just like, oh shit! I guess shit happens. <laughs> and so they're like, my lady was like, Are you embarrassed? I'm like. No, what the fuck am I gonna do? You know, it's like whatever. But uh, it was hilarious that <laughs> that there was ice. I woke up and there's ice all over the place. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> you didn't hear anything. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, sorry, MCP. <laughs> What did you hear? I tell you what, when you reset your modem, your quality was better for longer. So you need just, to reset it for a longer period of time. Why did it go away again? I, I just need to not talk because it only happens when I'm talking. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So that was we can we can wrap it up for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was my the most interesting thing that happened. Well, we're glad that you're with us. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to have to hire somebody to fucking. It sucks because like he's talking. You know, he's got all these things to say. You can't. We can't understand. You can't even decipher it. It's like I know. It's like, it, uh, like I, it's like the well, end of the word or the end of the other word. And, I guess you're gonna have to uh, listen to the podcast. I'm trying to find the rest of this. There you go. He said it records normal though. It looks like it's recording so, fine. Yes, yeah, it's, it's going directly into his machine as opposed right. to it sounds like shit on our end because his upload is having a problem. His internet's the issue. Yeah. So. Yeah. Luckily, that's okay. all that happened to me. Okay. Cool. Well, that concludes episode 324 of the Bad Boys Podcast. Through uh, adversity, we pull through. We're champions. We're bad boys. We handled it. Uh, like I said, 324 is in the books. We just ran and we ranted. I'm your host, Fonzo, saying we got right together. Harley, we are together. <laughs> MCP, bad boys for life. <laughs> yeah, Tony, sorry, man. This shit was just. How do I tell him? Like, I don't know what to tell him. <laughs> <sighs>